Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbet and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. That wouldn't be a bad life. 716, 16 minutes after 7 o'clock. Very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. Ted Tibbet, and proud to be joined by Gene Valentino. Michael's on the road again like Willie Nelson, but uh, we're here this morning. Good morning, Gene. Good morning, Ted. I hope Michael's doing well. I think he is probably doing real well. He told me he's leaving about 3 a.m. this morning, so he got up just a little earlier than I. And you know, I, th- I thought of something, Gene, this morning, and it caused... If you watch the liberal news at night, you get depressed. I get up early in the morning, and I say, what's it going to be like on this Friday? I leave the house at 5 o'clock, and I look up at the sky and see the picture the good Lord painted for us this morning. One of the biggest moons I've ever seen with clear skies, and prior to that, the stars everywhere. And The world's not all bad. We just got to, We've been destroying it somewhat. We just got to grab a hold of it and righten this thing. And if you look up towards that uh, beautiful, what's left of the moon that you can see on the horizon at that early hour, not far from it is uh, is uh, Venus uh, that not all not is not is not always seen. It's quite a beautiful and spectacular view. Uh, we have so much tapestry in the sky, as you described, that uh, is worth us getting out of our phones and lifting our heads up and. Stop messaging and looking around at the beauty around us. There's so much to be seen. And let's do like Gene is doing and a lot of us care about is let's do something about this. I had an old friend of mine told me one time, says, let me tell you, Ted, I'd rather be optimistic and wrong than pessimistic and right. So, Well, there you go. Taking a good look at that. Just kind of bring us up today, Gene, and tell us what's going on. Well, I couldn't resist today for you and I, buddy, is uh, National Coffee Day. So happy National Coffee Day. Make that latte or espresso coffee at the local Java shop of choice and um, uh, grab a pastry and sit down and say, today we're going to celebrate a good cup of coffee. We've got celebrations and honorings going on every day of, of the year for everything. Today's Coffee Day. So Enjoy, everyone. Hey, not too far from us to the west is Louisiana, and this Senator John Kennedy, <laughs> I cannot, I cannot resist his quotes. He has, it, it, when he's finished with his political career, he either has to go into comedy or political opining, the way you and I try to do. Uh, uh, he, he's made some great comments. I'll repeat. I'll, I'll share a few. America is the greatest country in human history, and everyone knows it. When was the last time you heard of people trying to sneak into China? (laughs) He's got another one here. American was founded by geniuses, but it's being run by idiots. You can't fix stupid, but you can vote it out. i got to come back to that. That's an issue for me. America is so great that people who hate it refuse to leave it. They, you remember in the last campaigns, they were so sick of Trump winning the election, they were going to leave the country. Everyone said, we'll go, and they stayed. 
Every movie then, star in Hollywood was leaving. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go, get out of here. I believe Republicans are not perfect, but the other side is crazy. I don't like to brag about expensive places I've been to, but this morning I went to the gas station. Oh my God. <laughs> so he's a, he's a, he's a satirist. He's really, um, quite good with his sense of humor. And it's what you need to help put some of these critical issues into perspective. We're only a day, a few days away from our budget, uh, uh, from the budget uh, confirmation. And I'm so, uh, stunned with the transition and stunts being pulled, Ted, that have caused our problem. You know, in the year 2000, we had a budget deficit of $5 trillion. Now follow the dates. In 2004, we had a budget deficit of $10 trillion. In 2020, we had a budget deficit of $20 trillion. And just three years later, 2023, we're coming next, coming up next week on a budget deficit of $32 trillion. Now, how in God's name did this crisis come to such a, 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 a an obsessive, a, a, an egregious level that really will, will take down this nation if we don't do about it? And it's called the budget process. The Democrats for years have played this continuing resolution game that pushed delays in the budget right up to the deadline. And as a result, you couldn't go through 4,000 pages of, of a budget in 24 to 72 hours. And as a result, you were voting in things you didn't even know about. Do you remember Nancy Pelosi's comment? Well, you've got to vote the budget in and then read it. So that that is the issue, Ted. We've got a, a situation where we have allowed this budget process. Now, this is where Michael challenged me uh, uh, last week on Con uh, my congressman here in the first congressional district of Florida, uh, Congre uh, Congressman Matt Gates. Matt Gates was challenging uh, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy, and he was saying to McCarthy, "Okay, do you remember during the um, uh, Speaker of the House uh, uh, procedures uh, scene on in plain view for the nation to watch live on TV?" Speaker of the House McCarthy was finally confirmed after. I think it was 14 um, rounds of voting, uh, uh, but it was because he, he agreed to tell Matt Gates, look, we'll make sure that the budget process is done in advance so you don't run into these crazy deficits right up to the 11th hour. And Matt Gates went along on that basis, and there is a basis of concern right now that Speaker McCarthy let must the nation down by these delays. Now, let me say that before I get too critical of McCarthy, uh, Nancy Pelosi, for years prior, did it as a matter of uh, standard operating procedure. And the Democrats kept all the Republicans in the dark. 
and had the Republicans had no say at all on what was going on with the budget process because of the majority of Democrats in the House. As a result, the deficits loomed over those years I, I, I mentioned in the beginning. And now we're stuck with a transition, which I give McCarthy credit for, and I hope Matt Gates is patient with, but we need to transition the budget process. Now, on a personal note, on my website, genevalentino.com, you'll find Gene's 11 Amendments of Accountability. And Amendment number 8 uh, is the United States federal budget. I propose an amendment to the Constitution that requires a confirmed budget 90 days prior to the annual fiscal year. And as a result, if you don't budget, uh, um, establish a confirmed budget in an orderly way uh, 90 days prior to the fiscal year, the next fiscal year, you are uh, penalized. Now, I've suggested that all uh, compensation to United States congressmen be withheld until the budget is confirmed without back pay. And as a result, you're going to have a motivation on the part of these congressmen to get the job done. Many of the other amendments in my second Bill of Rights drive to the real issue in this nation, and that's term limits, uh, the balanced budget, but more importantly, a, a, a constitutional amendment that creates a level of accountability, the border, the rules about getting to the border, a concept called supreme magistrates. I know my friends don't want me to talk about it because it's too far-reaching. It doesn't really create a fourth leg of our government, but a supreme magistrate would penalize the, the bad behavior of government itself, both the elected officials and the appointed officials and the staff related thereto. They have to operate ethically and, uh, and, and avoid conflicts of interests and wrongdoing. And the supreme magistrates that are, that could be established in nations like they are in other governments in the world would penalize the very elected people, not by a Department of Justice or an FBI appointed by a political president. So you don't get, uh, 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 claims being brought against your political opponents in an election year that uh, destroy the objectivity of the average citizen being able to see the merits of a person that's running for office. Boy, have I gone on. Uh, <laughs> dare I come up for air and ask you to comment? <laughs> you, and I, I agree with you, too. I, I think about my own home. We we have a budget that we have to live with. And, and by the way, we have to because we're cut off. You know, when you spend all the money on the credit card, they don't give you any more. They come looking for it. And, That's and right. I can't understand, you know, there's a printing machine in the mind of so many people up there. Just print more money, print more money. You don't have to pay it back. You don't owe it. It's, it's a, yeah, how many people... How many people listening to us right now, Ted, are, might have a problem with their credit card, might be near their limit? Oh, it's at a limit of $5,000. Well, oh, don't worry about it, Charlie. I'll let you increase that limit to $10,000. Yeah. 
And then you don't have to pay it back. Well, he has to pay the debt back, but he's got more interest that uh, he can just continue paying the interest, not be responsible. We have pushed off the responsibility on government, and they have, and it's the big elephant in the room, and they're scared that when Donald Trump returns, he's going to, He's going to employ justice like never before, and they should be worried. Gene, we only got a couple of minutes here, but let me have a little fun. Let's take uh, this weekend and in the future. If the two parties were meeting in convention this weekend, who would be the Republican nominee and who would be the Democrat? Nothing changed over the debate so far, Ted. My feeling is Donald Trump gets the nomination whether you like it or not. Now, if it was this weekend on the Democratic side, is it Joe Biden? No, I think uh, uh, I think the nefarious bad behavior of the Democrats behind the string, behind the scene, the puppeteers pulling the strings. I think it ends up being Gavin Newsom uh, uh, at this moment in time. But there's others. You don't think that Biden will ever be the nominee then of the Democratic Party? No, I think Robert F. Kennedy has a better chance. The man, uh, you may not agree with his liberal position. But I remember the days of, uh, of John F. Kennedy, and uh, those um, those Rep- Democrats were the Dixie, more of the Dixie Democrats. Liberal insanity wasn't as far to the left in the Democratic Party then as it is today. Good thought. Good thought. It's going to be an interesting uh, year or more as we follow this. Yeah. And we're glad we got you to kind of guide us through these shark-infested waters. Uh, keep your eyes wide open. A lot's going to happen in this impeachment hearing uh, in the next uh, in the next two weeks. There's more hearings to come, and the Democrats don't like the water torture they're now experiencing, and there's nothing they can do about it. You got an airplane in your future this weekend? How'd you know? I just felt it. The weather. <laughs> we'll be to, we'll be cruising the Gulf Coast of the United States, heading over towards your direction and uh, 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 in Biloxi and then up towards Hattiesburg. So this Pine Belt is a beautiful area, and uh, this America in general is a beautiful country with a lot of wonderful... A lot of people say, why don't you go to Europe and go on tour? No, there's been too many invasions. I'm going to stay here in America and enjoy it. I want to go. Appreciate what you say, and it brings back the phrase I use all the time in my veteran work. God bless him. God bless America. Gene, you have a good one, buddy. See you next week. Take care, buddy. I really love your beaches, want to shake your trees.